0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Konnichiwa Podcast, the podcast where we talk about news and other topics in English and Japanese.
1: and I'm Dan. Hey, hey.
0: Hey, hey. Guys, I think that might have been the best intro I've ever done.
2: Really? It it sounded the same.
0: So, it's funny you you should say that, actually, because I've had people tell me they thought that the intro is is the same. And it's just like we just uh, kind of put it onto the start of every episode we do. Uh. But in case you don't know, we actually record the intro every time we do
2: the episode. So it's going to be a little bit different every
1: time. dan うん。ちゃん Konovangu mm. um, to- Yeah, mm. for some reason I find it
2: really hard to say, like, Konnichiwa, it's like the first thing I say, and then like sometimes my throat shuts
0: down or something, I don't know. I, I think also. Because because you're like the last one right so like you you must have this kind of anticipation for like when you've got to come (laughs) in right so
1: i tend to mess up a Mm. little sometimes Good
0: deal. Mm. Before we start, mm. we just want to say thank you to Chris, who on Twitter said, Here's my latest recommendation for any other Japanese learners. Give the Konnichiwa podcast a listen. It's a great bilingual podcast to listen to in English and Japanese. Also, thanks to my Dan, and Yudia for all the hard work they put in. Or all the work they put in. I put the hard part.
1: <laughs> it is hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you so th- <laughs> thank you so much, Chris. We really appreciate
1: it. Chris-san, you. Thank you it.
0: I heard kind of a funny story the other day. Okay, you know PayPay, right? The like payment system here, mm. where you like you scan the QR code and then you put in the money. I've always thought that it's really kind of it seems easily exploitable somehow, right? Because you actually put in the money, like the amount that you're gonna pay. Etc. There's kind of an interesting story out of Saitama. This guy, he actually ended up pretending to pay for things because the PayPay app makes a sound when you pay for stuff. It goes like PayPay, PayPay, mm. kind of, yeah, PayPay. Um, and he had that sound in his phone, and instead of paying, he would just play that sound. And apparently, he did it at a restaurant multiple times like the same restaurant which i think is kind of here's where <laughs> here's where he got sloppy and how he got caught um but yeah that i mean that's basically the story like he for multiple times he would went back to the same restaurant and, and instead of paying for the meal he would just play the pepe sound and then leave and they noticed that their receipts and everything weren't adding up only on days that he would come to the restaurant. So it must have been kind of a smaller place, otherwise I don't know how they would even kind
2: of make that connection. へえ。なんか
1: yeah
0: it's unclear kind of how um so apparently the guy was a restaurant owner mm-hmm. so maybe he kind of knew how to how to kind of I don't know take advantage of the situation in some way because surely it shows up on the register somewhere. Sure. I don't actually know how all the system works, but, mm. um, but
2: that's like worse because if you're a restaurant owner, you know what it's like to be ripped off if somebody doesn't pay. So that makes you kind of a bad person.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not great. Like he, you know, he was basically just saying that he doesn't, he's got money problems. Obviously it doesn't make uh, thievery. Um, mm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's something kind of funny about this story. I don't exactly know what it is because obviously it's just you know just, <laughs> just just thievery. But there's something about it. I don't know if it's the literally just the sound that Pepe makes and and that it's in and
2: of itself is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. so
1: でも What's that? So I think um,
2: I don't exactly know how PayPay works. I've done QuickPay and mm. Suica and all of them. We have a card, mm. um, but I'm not sure how PayPay works. But apparently, Yuria bought some clothes the other day, and she was told to push a button and save mm. a, a number or something. That made her think, oh, this must be because some people might scam the situation.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a bizarre app to be honest, just because the way it works is that you there are two ways. One, you either give them your phone or you show them your phone and they scan the the barcode that's on it. Or you scan a QR code that is like on the register or something and then put in the money that you want to pay or you need to pay. And press pay. Um, so the fact that that's the most common, the most common kind of um, user flow for it is that you scan the QR code, put in the money like a thousand yen and then pay now. And then it makes that pay pay sound, right? Um, mm. And it's always seemed to me to be kind of bizarrely clunky or kind of bizarrely, right? yeah, exploitable. Like the idea that that or it's easy to make a mistake, right? Like accidentally, you know, press an extra zero or mm. something like that. So, yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: It's curious. So
2: it
0: it wasn't for a lot of money actually, it was eight thousand two hundred yen over several days in August of last year.
2: It's probably not, it's, it doesn't sound worth it to me, mm-hmm. and the stress that would come with it too, jeez, I don't know.
0: I wonder if there's kind of, like, uh, maybe a thrill yeah. attached mm-hmm. to this, sort of. Sort of, you know, kind of like some people shoplift for fun. Yeah,
2: not because they need it, right. but it's kind of like the rush they're getting or yeah. something.
0: Who, who was it? There was a very famous actress. Um, yeah, I know a writer. Yeah. yeah. Writer. yeah. Uh,
2: so, yeah. So, so, so,
0: not worth it, kids. Don't throw your life away. No,
2: definitely not. Mm. I've
0: got a pretty interesting topic. It's a very local topic mm. for Yuria and I here in Fukuoka. Oh. So Fukuoka is very famous for what?
2: Mentaiko ramen.
0: Uh, ramen. Both of those, both of those are correct. Uh, but for, for the sake of this story, Yuria is the one I'm looking for. Um, yeah, ramen is very famous in Fukuoka, especially tonkotsu ramen, which is the the pork bone broth ramen. Um, and it's a very fatty ramen right if you if you look in the bowl and kind of look at the soup it's got a lot of oil mm. and stuff on the top and mm. and I, I promise i'm going somewhere with this okay <laughs> um there is a company here a transport company that has started using the lard from the old broth to fuel their
2: trucks. Mm. Mm. Is this good for the environment though, I wonder? So apparently,
0: yes. Like it's got much lower greenhouse gas emission mm. than regular fuel. That's what I wonder too, right? Because ramen places, tonkotsu ramen. If if you've ever been outside one of those exhaust fans, mm-hmm. um, you know the smell I'm talking about. And oh yes, yeah,
2: <laughs> wet dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something tells me it doesn't have that smell, but maybe it does. I don't know. Um, it's an interesting story though because the the transport company owner. Mm. He was approached by a ramen uh, a ramen chain owner who, apparently, they have to pay a decent amount of money to dispose of the old
2: broth. Okay, interesting. The you So it wasn't even their
1: idea. Yeah,
0: I don't exactly know kind of the it seems like the transport company owner was looking into kind of like biofuels or something like that. And mm. there seems to be some connection there. It wasn't just like a random okay. kind of like the ramen person did just like randomly call a transport company. Um, it's unclear from the article I read sort of who was doing the research on on biodiesel fuel, whether it was the ramen chain owner or mm. the transport company owner, probably the transport company owner, actually. But um,
2: yeah, I wonder what happened. Mm. Like maybe they bumped into each other at a, Bar or something, and they started talking about it and be like, "Hey, you know, we can work together," kind of thing. Mm. But it is really interesting that you can actually do it like this. You can use random oils that people eat mm. and use that as fuel in cars and in trucks. That's
0: that's
1: good. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. good. you something, SDGs。SDGs SDGs あの、So there's a TV show in Japan that has, I guess, vehicles
2: that use tempura oil, like the oil where they, where people fry their tempura in, to use as fuel to get to their goal i guess
0: oh tempura yeah i mean tempura is so oily right that seems like you could probably fuel the entire planet with just like yeah. the oil from tempura that's true <laughs> is it like a race kind of thing or is it more just like they see if they can get it to go from a from a to b kind of thing i should mention that the fuel from the that it uses the ramen broth partially um it's also uses like waste vegetable oil as well so it's kind of a combination of the two stuff like this is really cool i like hearing about things that are used once and then i mean recycling mm. where you know it's, it's like crushed up and then you know kind of sent back to the start is is great and all but it's interesting to see kind of things have a continuing like life cycle in terms of like usefulness maybe that is maybe that is recycling <laughs> so
1: yeah i でも排気ガスからその豚骨の油がついてそのマフラーから油固まったりせんのかなとかちょっと想像しちゃうね。Well, so that's
0: actually a good point, but he came up with a way to kind of remove some of the elements mm-hmm. that are in the lard to make it not get hard like that.
2: Sure, and I guess when the engines are on, it warms it up. You know, unless it's like really cold outside or something, it wouldn't really harden up, would it?
0: The article specifically mentions, though, that while lard tends to to solidify easier, that, um, that the process actually eliminates some of the elements that make it do that. So it seems like it's more of a liquid form. So,
2: I'm going
1: to 税金かかる脱税払わ
0: that is a, mm, a tax mm. evasion, we would say in English.
2: Yeah, good question. Do you know anything about that? Like, are they using that oil and would they get taxed? Like, they would get taxed on normal gasoline or...
0: No, sorry, I don't know specifically about that. It's very public knowledge, so I don't imagine it's some sort of, like, um, you know, under the table dealing. They're pre- he's pretty open about it. It's probably something that the government actually, you know, wants is, you know, tick some of the boxes for their, like... Devel- Sorry, what was that? The SDGs's? Uh, SDGs? SDGs. The sustainable development goals, right? Which are something that the government's always trying to push. So, so
2: then, uh,政府に内緒でしてるわけでもないし, they say, if So,
1: then the beer, and then the beer, and the beer, and then the beer, and and ね、2035年には電気自動車に変わっちゃうんでしょ、世界が。うん。それもなんかね、でも多少なんか mm. mm. so is
0: just saying that well probably in the pretty near future, you know, most cars are going to run off of um electric power. And yeah, that's probably a good point. So I don't know, sort of how long this will mm. will be helpful, like in the long term. But um, but for now, I guess you know it's cool. And and you never know. We're still gonna have to get rid of ramen broth, right? Mm-hmm. At some <laughs> So might
1: as well
0: gotta do something with
1: it. <laughs> you can't just throw it in the sea.
2: Might as well, you
1: know, power mm. some trucks. I don't know. Agreed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I didn't
0: see powering my my. my car off of ramen lard as like the future in 2021 but here it's where we might be heading, so it's, uh, it could be worse. Mm. Uh, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> listening. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have a website konipo.com, And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash conipo. Thank you
1: so much. 私たちの